Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, great. This is uh, Benching and Bullshitting, episode 29. And uh, we're coming hot off of a competition, a successful competition at that. What's up, Ed? How are we doing, everybody? Um... Yeah, we went to uh, West Virginia. Thanks, guys. Uh, <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah, that's what we're on here to talk about. It was kind of, it was a cool, it was a cool experience. Um, every time I compete, it's always, I, I learn something. So I think if you're Matt, what's up? Uh, Uncle Nick's on here as well. Um, I think if you don't, if you stop learning, you're, you're truly, you're, you're dead as a person, in my opinion. But um, so I'm still. Like, you're saying that, like, we learned stuff this weekend? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, What's it like holding over 600 kilos? I don't know. It's normal. It's, it's no, that sounds so stupid, but it, it's normal. Uh, it's heavy, but it, it, but it is normal. So, uh, so we're going to talk about it real quick. Um, as soon as I get hydrated out of my Mothman mug, we got from Point Pleasant <laughs> while being in West Virginia. <laughs> we listened to a lot of last podcasts on the left. And then, oh, your coffee should actually be here this week. They talk yeah. about like cryptids and stuff and... Yep. Mothman's red-eyed blend. Yeah, the red-eyed blend with delicious Panama beans. When we saw that there was a Mothman museum like an hour from where we were staying, we had nothing to do on Friday, so obviously we yep. drove up there. To it was see the, the, the one and only Mothman museum in stored Point Pleasant, where the Mothman cryptid originally, uh, the story originally came from. So, yep. <laughs> Someone on YouTube, Devin says, Get the Mothman Stole My Cala Converter shirt. <laughs> and uh, Paul Stevens says, uh, thank you for all the information. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, so in Sugar Creek, I forget who asked. I grew up on the outskirts. Literally, I, I literally grew up on a, the border between uh, Dover and Sugar Creek. We had a Dover address and a Sugar Creek phone number. And you were... Garraway School District. But Garraway if School you were District. five minutes down the road, you would have been Dover. Yeah, so it's real. I was... I was right on on the edge have you ever considered coaching i coach very seldom because i it's i'm hard to work with like i don't i i tend to burn people out once in a while so i, I only work with a few people i don't work with a lot what do you have now I'm not, less than 10 i have like three actually and yeah chris i feel good man i feel fine my hands hurt that's the worst part right now the skin on my palms is very 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 fucking sore I got to shave all that shit down because it's being a problem. He also just took a nap, so he's feeling yeah. pretty good. But how are you feeling? Because running a meet is That's harder a, than competing. In yeah, a meet. I think running a meet's got to be one of the hardest fucking things in the world, man. And Especially, uh, and that was it was Chris's first meet. Yep, Chris's it first was meet. Phenomenal. Full power at that. And thank you, Tiny. Tiny Meeker's on here. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good to hear. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's fucking... It's, it's so thick right here. You can see how dark it is. That's where all that callus is built up. And it's just, it's a fucking problem. So we I gotta, started working on like shaving it down kind of, but yeah. not enough. Your hands get bruised. Yeah, actually this, this line right here is a bruise from the bar. 
So they, this is all the callus, but like that line is a bruise. Kind of, it's not as evident on that side, but I got a, I got a bruise is right that there. New? You don't normally have a. Oh, bruise. I get that all the time. Do you really? Mm -hmm. I just don't notice. So we're talking about it. Um, so let's let's talk about it. Yeah, everybody's asking how I'm feeling. <laughs> Tiny says running a meat hard. No. Yeah, not you. Yeah, Tiny. no how shit, you know? Tiny. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> Try running a meat and competing in it. He what do you do to shave them down? I haven't done it yet. That's the thing. I, I have to get like a file or something to start fucking shaving it. Well, that's down. what you were using. We have that Oof. like a armory file that you were using there, and then just yeah. kind of getting your hands wet and picking at it. Yeah. Does the callus affect your bench? Not really. It just it fucking hurt. Like it affects my bench because it starts hurting so bad that I can't go any further. <laughs> that's that's how bad it hurts. Oh, there's our big girl. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it, uh, it's, it only affects me because, um, it hurts and I can't like go any further because it's, I mean, it's, it's so fucking thick right here. So I really got to get rid of it. So we'll, we'll talk about the weekend real quick. Uh, we drove into hurricane West Virginia. Actually, we stayed in Charleston. Thanks to, uh, Chris Jimenez for, uh, putting us up. That was great. And, um, came in Thursday cause I'm, I'm kind of a wuss when it comes to like, I I can't travel like, we couldn't have driven in Friday night, slept, woke up, and then like had a, had like a good meet. I like to come in two days early. So like when I go to the Baddest Adventure, I know Ice is your best friend now. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Tiny. And uh, when I when I come in like the Madison Venture, when we fly the WPO Bench Match, whatever it is, I like to come in on Thursday, rest Thursday night, all day Friday, and then compete Saturday. Now, same thing if it's like a Sunday event, I like to come in at least two to three days early. Um, so we came in Thursday, um, we ate, we settled in. Friday, we didn't have anything to do, so we left Charleston and went to Point Pleasant to go see the Mothman Museum. It and was very cold. Very, it was like 18 fucking degrees. Yeah. We get here, we got home today, and it was 68. Yeah, Virginia. Like, this is more like it. Yeah, it's <laughs> this like, it was, is for us. It's in the 60s when we got back home, so it's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah. And we did Mothman Museum and then went straight to weigh ins. Yep, went to weigh ins. I dropped off the barbells. I brought, I brought two of my F8 bars for the meat to use. Uh, weighed in at 326. And thank you for having us, uh, Chris. I really, I really appreciate that. Um, three twenty six was way lighter than I, I was. I was expecting to be three twenty eight or three thirty, so I was a little bit under what I was projecting. But because um, we don't actually know, because we don't have a scale yeah. here, so I'm jealous of the moth. Maybe you see him trip. I'm going to stop by there sometime. Yeah, it's called. Uh, it's it's Point Pleasant, right on the Ohio River, right on the border between Ohio and West Virginia. You, there's also a Sasquatch museum. There is. We it's closed on Sundays, yeah, so we did not we make, stay an extra day for that. We had to get back to Walter. And uh, this is the full live stream on YouTube? Yeah, absolutely, Chris. I'll be we'll be back sometime. And uh, uh, Tudors. I we did not eat at Tudors. Yes, but we, we did. Biscuit World. Oh, Biscuit World. Yeah, That's, yeah, I thought it was Tudor's called Biscuit World. I thought it was called Biscuit World. Yes, it's this so morning. Funny. This morning. Um, on the way out, we stopped through the drive-thru and got some Tudor's biscuits. Yeah, I had a sausage and cheese, and Jim had the Mickey. I had a, I had two Mickeys, and she had a, I think it was called a Ron, is what yours was called. Oh, really? I didn't know. Yeah, they had names, name. so. 
Um, it was good. I fucking liked it. The, my two Mickeys were fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, definitely wish we had one around here. Cause I don't normally eat biscuits, but those were like, I could go back and eat those. They were a lot. greasy though. I will say that. Yeah. I mean, they're biscuits. Yeah. They're buttery. Buttery, yeah, I guess. Yes, yeah. Paul Stevens, how much time do you take off after a huge lift like that? Uh, really not, not any time at all, to be honest with you. I'll just, I'll rest up tomorrow like normal and I'll get hit, I'll hit the gym on Tuesday and start my routine back up. So, I mean, I guess you rested today because like normally you would be in the gym today, but yeah, but we were traveling. So yeah, for the, for the sake of travel, no lifting today, I'll take tomorrow off like normal. And then Tuesday, we'll start my routine back up. I'll do like my back day on Tuesday morning, bench Wednesday, Thursday. I'm not even really sure I do on Thursdays anymore. And then Saturday bench, Sunday squats. So we'll just keep this whatever. Um, so the meat itself, though. So we made the weigh-ins, 326. We ate that night at Texas Roadhouse. Um, fuck. We were at the Texas Roadhouse for like three fucking hours. Yeah. They couldn't seat us for like an hour and a half. They quoted me on being seated so we, i said hey we'll, we'll be rolling in around a group of us be rolling in about 6 30 they quoted me saying um we can seat you between 6 40 6 50 so we got there at 6 20 6 20 we did not get seated till almost eight o'clock at night yeah we left there at like 9 30 i want to say it was almost 10 it was our it was, tables were all split up it, yeah it, it was bad it, it was, was right. but you got your steak got my steak it was fucking delicious i did not get it pittsburgh style this time i just got it medium rare uh, sometimes I get it Pittsburgh style, but I didn't feel like it. So we actually, everyone always asks, like, what do you eat before meat? Like, what do you eat in a day? Yada, yada. Yeah. So YouTube will be getting a video about what I ate that day. I didn't eat a lot. I mean, the people think I'm like, yeah, that's you know, why it's like, do we want to record it? Because it's so it's not that big. Not deal. like, yeah, I don't know. So well, we do have that. <laughs> I can put it together really quick and get it added up tonight after. Yeah. Um, we're done recording this episode. I'll have a talk with those fuckers, Jimmy. Oh, it's no big. There was twelve of us. I ca- I understand, right. but at the same time, I'm like, bro, like you said, like I called it like ten till six. You said we could yeah. get seated by six forty six. And they kept saying like, oh, ten more minutes. Oh, five more minutes. And we were all like, should we just go to fucking Arby's or something? Like, yeah. what is going on? Oh, and Matt, uh, Pittsburgh style is really fucking awesome. They take your steak. And they basically, they 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 start um, heating it up a little bit. They throw it on an extremely hot plate one time on each side. And they sear the outsides. It gets almost like a crispy outside edge. Mm-hmm. That's, it's usually like pretty rare on the inside. It's called Pittsburgh style. It's fucking delicious. If you've never had a Pittsburgh style steak. It's good if they cook it enough before they sear it. Yeah. Last time yours was so rare, it was still fucking cold in the middle. That's disgusting. Yeah. And then, yeah, we did. We waited an extra hour and a half for two separate tables. We didn't even sit together. We had to sit at two different yeah. tables away from each other. It was a pain in the ass. And then we were done. My table. We were completely done yeah. eating, and you guys didn't even have your food. No, nope. we we we, we like, you guys waited an extra hour before we left because we didn't have our fucking food. That's all right. Should have storm should storms a brew, and he says that's what Chris yeah. says. Anyway, so yes, uh, coming to meat day. That's what we're all here about uh, to talk about, right? So, meat day itself. I woke up. Uh, meat started at nine. I'm the bench only guy, so of course I'm going to come in at like ten or eleven. Okay. We got there, I think, halfway through. First flight of squats, probably like probably second attempts. Yeah. This is why you bring food to the restaurant to wait, like pre gaming. That's what Nick oh, says. Oh, jeez. That's a good trick. I'll have to do that next time. 
Uncle Nick said, "Bring food to the I mean, we probably could have been like, "Can we at least get some rolls while we sit here?" But we well, yeah, they were, they weren't that. They were, they were a standard, standard busy night. But like, they weren't like the line wasn't out the fucking. I've seen people like camped outside the door, like lined, and it wasn't that. They they were busy, but it wasn't like I've seen busier. Anyway, back to the meat. Um, so I I got there at ten. I wanted I could have been there at like noon and been fine. Uh, the thing is with me guys is like here's what I'm bet now if I had like one of if, if like Taylor or Brian or Owen or D, if somebody was like squatting, I'll be there for them. Mm-hmm. Um, was one of one of my crew members. I'm not gonna leave them hanging because that's, that's, that's shitty of me. Um, but I showed up at ten. I didn't start benching until three. So I could have, the thing with me, like I was going to say was I, when I'm a bench only guy, here's the thing. Like I'm not, you don't show up to the gym. We start benching at 10 o'clock on Saturdays. I don't show up to the gym at like five o'clock in the morning and just sit there and wait to bench until 10. I show up. I put my stuff down. I get moving. I get acclimated. I start doing my warm ups, and then I start benching. See, mm-hmm. so I try to copy that. It's very hard to do, especially when you don't know when the flights are. There's nobody there to like monitor. Like, hey, Jimmy, they're they're almost done with squats. They're taking a break between squat and bench, and all these things have to be coordinated. It's very hard to do. Anyway, we get to the meet and uh, start setting up camp. Uh, I'm, I'm eating, I'm drinking constantly. I'm just sipping on water, sipping on my sodium water element, uh, beef jerky, snacks, candy, whatever the fuck I got calories going in sodium, hydration, hydration never stops. Um, and, uh, so yeah, just normal stuff. Buddy Tracy showed up from Ohio. Uh, we had Brian, Cam, Taylor, Ed, and then Zach rolled in that morning. And then Uncle Nick, he was there the night before. And that was my crew for the day. Matt Brooks also lent it a hand because uh, he took a token bench to secure his first 800-pound squat, which was, awesome. which was fucking cool to watch. I was upstairs on the on the loft watching your squat from up above. It was pretty cool. Um, I feel like, so some meets, like, we go early. Like you said, like, we got there, like, 10, and you did bench till 3. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the meet, like, we don't know anybody, and so you're just fucking sitting there twiddling your thumbs waiting. But this meet was good because yeah. we had, you know, people that we knew, so you're able to bullshit, you're able to walk around. You helped a little bit with the first flight of bench. Um, you helped handle Keith Stitch mm-hmm. on his bench. So, like, you were busy. You weren't just, like, sitting there. So... It didn't matter. Like you were still ready to go, and then when it was your time, you were able to just turn it on and go. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, ideally, I mean, it didn't mess me up, which is great. But a lot of that has to do with the hydration and the food intake. Uh, you tend to like sit there and kind of get bored. Mm-hmm. But I was something was going in, drink food the whole time I was walking around, sitting there. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get bored. I. I didn't just sit there and get like tired. I, just, I kept my body moving, kept my body active. Uh, so we'll just move forward real quick um, to the lifts themselves. Uh, warm-ups went really well. Everything felt really light. I took my last two. Yeah, I'm so happy I went down and the lift was clean and successful. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> Very happy for it. Um, my last two warm-ups were on the platform, which was thank you for letting me do that. 
uh, Chris. Um, yeah, so you did a thousand, a thousand, thousand five to a two yeah. board, then eleven fifty five to a one board was my last warm up before opening. My original opener was thirteen hundred pounds. We discovered a slight problem, and we didn't bring this up to Chris because to change this would have. Um, it would have fucked everything up. It, would have it fucked. wasn't too big of a problem. Yeah. Like you, you were fine. The Dyna body bench, uh, they're they're built kind of similar to a Forza, and they have a cross beam that goes all the way across mm-hmm. under the pad. Now a lot of benches don't have that. Now they have just like beams underneath the pad, yeah. and there's and then you have a platform where you can go out and around over top of the lifter, basically. Um, and thanks, Cody. Cody Plum's on here. <laughs> yeah, so the beam was the beam was across, kind of like a Forza. Yeah. So Brian, we don't have experience with that. He was having some trouble getting the bar out. He had to rely a lot more heavily on Nick and Zach to do the side handoff because he couldn't. Normally, he's like standing over your base. Yeah, because he has that walk through spar yeah, platform, and the bar was there, so he couldn't stand directly over. So he couldn't. Now yeah. to to change and say, oh shit, Chris, can we swap out the bench for the Elite FTS bench? Um, what kind of bench do they have at York? It's I don't know what the brand is, but it's it ha- doesn't have that beam. Yeah, it's it's a it's and this a, is by no means Chris's fault because no, like, this we is, saw the bench the day before and we were like, that's perfect. We we love it. Like great bench. Deadlifting. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that was that was, that unfor- was on us. unforeseen <laughs> circumstance. Now I had like if I had seen the uh the elite fts bench at the same time like at during weigh-ins what is oh clearly we'll go with the elite fts yeah. it's nobody's fault it's just unforeseen but i was not going to have them swap out the bench because every but every single competitor's rack height and safety height was taken on the dynabody bench and to have all that be changed and go hey every single competitor come or that's now in the third flight at least Come give your new rack height and safety height on this bench. I was like, that we're not doing that. Yeah, no, we definitely. Not... It's already hard enough. Yeah. At these weights because we don't want to hold up other lifters. So. And it's hard enough when like shit just kept yeah. going wrong on these benches. Like your first one, we had to reset. So yeah, and Chris says, "Well, the main thing, the damn thing happened. That's it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so yeah, so, so that was the bench. So then getting into your attempts. So the well, the thing that we started having problems on the eleven fifty five. Yeah. Uh, he couldn't get it out to me because he was wasn't able to get over top of me as much as he does with a walkthrough platform. So they try to get it out, try to get it out. They couldn't. I threw it back in the rack. I tried to reset. Couldn't do it. Had to sit back up, mm-hmm. take my wraps off, breathe Super for sure about a minute. Yeah, yeah breathe. Rewrap, reset, lay back down, do my last warm up. It felt heavy, so I said, "Well, let's bring the let's bring the opener down to twelve fifty. Yeah, because just it was a panic move. It wasn't real smart. Yeah. So getting into the actual attempts, opener was twelve fifty. Because we should have just kept it because we knew in the gym it was going to be risky if thirteen was even going to yeah. touch. Yeah, but neither one of us thought about that at the time. And yeah, we and- were just like. Okay, let's lower it, see where it goes. It didn't. And Matt, I, I've used Dynabody plenty of times. It's just uh, with this much weight, we've not used that style of bench with the beam. Yeah. With this much weight. The bench itself is solid as hell. Like from a safety aspect, that bench is 
phenomenal. Yeah, Matt says I've always thought that bar was an issue for years. Yeah, it's it's in the it's, handoff reason. Yeah, for the handoff reason. I mean, the design itself, it's a solid fucking bench. I love Dynabody benches. The face actually go up all the way. Yeah, I love benching on them, but that that bar, at least you know, in this circumstance, was a problem. Anyway, doesn't matter. It happened. Um, twelve fifty on the opener. Try to take it out. They couldn't get it out to me. Had to throw it back in the rack. S- sit up for a minute. Kept my shirt on. Mm-hmm. Rewrap my wrists. Laid back down, and it couldn't touch. So, you know. So I, I, yeah, I was, I, was I down there for about five seconds. I was bobbling, 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 bobbling. I said I couldn't correct it. I said fuck it. They took it from me. Uh, made the jump to thirteen twenty-five. It was actually thirteen twenty-eight. Okay, 1328 like kilos. Kilos. Stuff, yeah. so it was kilos. So 1328 on the second, which would have been eight pounds over my current standing all-time world record. And uh Judith says props to handout guy. Yeah. yeah, they were solid. I had an excellent crew for this meet. Um 1328, that came down better. It was probably like it was just a ball hair from touch, just a that was very pinch from touching. And I got pissed and I'm like, okay, fuck this. And I went woof and I blew it up. I'm like, I need to get into bench pressing mode, not can't touch. Oh, take it. No, fuck this. I'm going to press it anyway. So I launched it and it's never moved that quick. Yeah. And yeah, 1320 was a half inch and blew and flew up. I've never moved. It was so good. Like I was. I've not moved uh, that much weight that fast in a very long time. My first time handling 1400 pounds in the gym. That moved surprisingly fucking fast. I don't know what it was. Um, but that moved quick. And that was a confidence booster. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, like, before that, mentally, I was very irritated. You, I could tell were not. You were also irritated. I was irritated. But you were trying to, like, talk yourself out of it. You were not. Your nope. head wasn't in it. There was. We were just. It wasn't there. So, and then as soon as you blew that up, oh, you could see in your eyes that I you knew. were like, yeah. I'm here. It's on. Let's so go. I figured originally it was like 1340 should be enough. I said, no, make it 1350. Yeah, just to be safe. Because still in my head it was 1325. Yeah. I was like, okay, 25 more pounds. That should get it down that last little ball hair of a distance. Yeah. And it did. And then uh, someone asked, did you bring your own crew? I brought mm-hmm. some of my crew. My whole team could not make it. And that's a lot to ask of like all your guys to drive six hours for yeah. nothing, you know, just to help me. So some of them made it. Uh, my buddy Uncle Nick, he's 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 not he's not a permanent like always there part of our crew, but he's always but he's, he's part of our crew. He's in and out. Yeah. He's one of our really good friends. So he was there, and he's a fucking just a legend in the sport, like a, a true vet. He's been doing this for like a hundred years or something. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> no, he'll probably be proud of that. He's got stories like he was lifting like in the eighties. Yeah, like competitively eighties, nineties, two thousands. He knows every everybody and stories that Real, they don't want him to know. And you want to you want to talk stories, get a hold of Nick because yeah. he's got stories. He's like a living history book. And Cody says, "Does this mean Brian becomes the best handout guy of all time? He has the heaviest official center Second handoff. handoff. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> heaviest handoff ever. No, and the gym I've handled considerably more weight with our uh, gym oh, owner Joe, Dean and, Owen, Joe yeah. and, jo- and Dean and Owen. Uh, let's see, but yeah, try to catch up." Uh, is the video gonna be three membership? Yeah, um, I'm gonna put the video up on YouTube tonight. 
So we'll put up, we're going to do the day in the life of eating or whatever, the day before the meat of eating. Yeah. And then we'll put together just a short one of the actual 1350 lift that'll go on YouTube. But then all of the footage from the whole meat day and different angles and the aftermath and stuff like that, um, that'll go on Patreon. So it's already on Patreon, all of the like behind the scenes stuff. Mm. And then yeah, I don't uh, have enough on members. Yeah. Members will be up tonight. And then Nick says, just since the 90s. Oh, the 90s. Okay. And I feel like Count Dracula. Count Dracula. Love you guys. Love you back. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Nick, uh, he's never handled me before, like actually handled me. And that was his first time ever. And I benched 1350. So that's. I think he usually handles me emotionally. Yes. When <laughs> we go to meets. So that's that's, sure that that's, awfully, okay. that's awfully special. Anyway, the actual lift itself. So, third attempt, I called for 1350. It turned out to be like 1350.8 or some. Point three. Some kilo yeah. bullshit. Some kilo. 612.5 kilos. Yeah. So, so. 1350. Um, that one, I mean, obviously, it was the heaviest one of the meat felt the heaviest and uh came down i remember talking to tracy my buddy tracy came down from ohio and he was talking about his he's hit from the side he could see you know my belly there's like a little divot right here yeah he says you're coming down to that divot if you could just go a little bit further towards your feet yeah that way you'll touch your you'll touch your stomach in that last video you're like this far and i said towards, towards me. me and you went Boop, yeah rest. so i was coming down with it yeah and paulie i go back to the 80s <laughs> <laughs> yes dude and uh so i was coming down with it it wouldn't touch about the same spot 1328 stopped i was like fuck and I, I i was able to consciously remember thinking tracy said go towards your belly ironically at the exact same mm-hmm. time case it had come towards me so it's coming down straight, and I went, boop, just a just a just, quarter inch, not even a quarter inch. So instead of just, coming down here, I went, yeah. boop, just down to my belly, touched, okay. got the press. I could feel. It. I was like, oh, I felt it. Press, launched it. I truly did not think I was going to get it though. Um, it was extraordinarily fucking hard. This arm, once again, your left arm. The left arm. I'm probably going to sneeze at one point. Okay, but uh, yeah. That left arm is a, yeah. a goober. So uh, you got it. He said rack, and then yep. you held it there, and he had to say rack a second time, and then the so guys took it. That's one thing I do, as I've done in the past commonly. When I and I will be at the Arnold. I'll be at the Arnold all three days. I'm actually competing on Sunday as well at the uh, last man standing. So, yes. Um, when I get a weight, a huge fucking weight up, and they say rack, I don't fucking move. I stay there and I fucking hold it. I've had I've had the head judge say rack twice on multiple occasions. Cause I'm like, I'm locked. I am not gonna fucking move. Yeah. If I your spotters will take the bar when it's time for you to be done. Yeah. If I think I hear him say rack it, I don't fucking move. Cause what if I what if he didn't say it? I'm just yeah. hearing there's shit. so many people yelling and stuff too. So he said rack twice. He actually gave a hand gesture on the second rack, and then the spotters took the weight. But, like, I will not move. I will hold that shit there all fucking day to make sure yeah. that it's there. So that's how it went, and that's it. And that's It was incredible. I broke my previous record by 30 pounds from 1320 to 1350. I um, can't even tell you how 
um, relieved. I think relief was the feeling I was feeling in that moment when you touched. Because opener didn't touch. Yeah. And I, I even yelled on the opener, like, you held it there for so long. And I leaned forward and yelled at you, like, just fucking touch. Yeah. And then you were like, no, <laughs> just take it. And then the second one, you were so damn close. Like, and know. then when you touched on the third, I almost passed out. Like, I literally thought I was just going to, like, pass out onto you. Thanks, guys. <laughs> and then watching you press it. And then as soon as it locked, yeah. I thought I was going to pass out again. Yep. That's the first time that's ever happened to me. <laughs> Yeah, I was so you've, fucking you've relieved. Puked, you did you've, it. you've 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 cried. You've we thought my kidneys shut down. But you've never time. almost passed out. Never, not on the platform. Yeah, so that was a big one. I oh the emotion, man. Yeah, the head view judge giving you a so he put his fist out and like said bracket like he pulled his hand hand back like that yeah. to give like a, a verbal and a visual. Um. Yeah, and we have several different views of the bench now. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, Cam, you're right. What do you say? <laughs> He said their attempt was in the bag as soon as you pressed 1328. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but we'll have the video that will go up tonight. We'll have several different angles so that you guys can watch it. The build up. Because um, we just had the one from that was recorded yeah. on my phone. But then obviously people have sent us. Yeah, we've got we've got so and from up above and Patreon right now has, I think, three different views of the of the actual lift itself. Plus some pictures. I, I did a, a thank you video towards the end of it. Um, I, I had over 80 members in there. Uh, I think I'm up, I think I'm at 78 or 79 right now. Yeah. Which is just it goes up and down every month. And that and that's that's what helps allow us to do what we do. Yeah. So, Being on Patreon lets a pays for you to go to meets. Yep. So that's like that's your Patreon doesn't so, go towards bills and stuff. It goes towards so travel so and those who subscribe to Patreon for ten month ten bucks a month is is what helps us do these things. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I noticed you were wearing your all-black shirt and not the blue collar. Any reason? Yeah, so um, it just keeps fucking working. Mm-hmm. Um, after I blew up 1328, um, I was like, fuck, I don't need to do anything. I'm just going to stay in this one. The blue one is, is, a, is a, it keeps talking back right now. I haven't made it work quite yet. There's not a lot of spring. Um, it's very dense. It's kind of like wearing a denim or a poly. Um, it'll it'll work. That's that's my next ticket. But uh, the black one just keeps fucking delivering, man. That's my baby. Um, Rob has cut and sewn and cut and diced and sliced that shirt apart multiple times. So I'm just gonna and keep using tell them about what I don't know how to phrase it. Your body weight in this one, your last bench. Oh, yeah. This one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. But I got guys on here. Yeah, like like Matt right here, Cody Plum, uh, Tim, have all been on Patreon since like 2020 when I started it. Well, I'm still in the Marine Corps. Yeah. So thank you all. Like, y'all have been just fucking solid. So I really appreciate that. Um, made a lot of good friends, too. So the cool thing is when I benched 1320, I weighed 315. Uh, so I benched five pounds over my, oh, no. A thousand pounds, a thousand and five pounds over my body weight, which is pretty cool. Uh, this is my second time benching thirteen hundred plus, so it's not an accident, right? Um, this time, and I weighed three fifteen, so I, I weighed eleven pounds more for this lift. Uh, but the when I benched thirteen twenty, I used five layers. For thirteen fifty, I used four, so less equipment for more weight. Um, 
And it moved way faster. It moved way fucking better, way faster. Uh, it's 40 pounds over the heaviest squat. It's 30 pound PR for myself on the bench. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm ecstatic about it. I got to catch up on uh, YouTube real quick. Here's one real quick. Cause we were just talking about your arm. Um, Mangler1126 says, congratulations. That's awesome. I have the same problem with my left arm on the bench press. Mm. How do you correct that? It's either a shoulder impingement. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Matt, I attempted 13, but I had my arm buckled, so I didn't get it. I only benched 12 in, in Erie. This, this is my official second one. Yeah. Um, so it's either a shoulder impingement. So you need to correct a shoulder impingement that's affecting the uh, the function of your arm. Or it's a tricep strength imbalance. So like your left tricep is not as strong as your right. So the way I corrected that, um, when I realized I had an imbalance and try, I knew my shoulders were good. So it's, a, it's a tricep imbalance. So what I did was every single bench workout. So twice a week before I left the gym, I'm done with my workout. I got all my shit on my fucking shoulder. I walk over to the pulley machine and with that weak arm, I did like two sets of 20, like two heavy sets of 20 just on that arm and those extra reps over the course of weeks over the course of a few months will entail hundreds of extra reps on that weak side to bring up that imbalance it's a very easy way to do that you should probably get back to doing that i know i to I, be safe or yeah. we'll probably make a trip down to jericho to make sure there's nothing out of out of whack yeah um, CJ Morgani says, amazing job, man. Glad to see all that hard work paying off. Uh, a whole year for 30 pounds, right? Hey, um, but 30, plenty of people would yeah. love that. Must have been such an amazing, exciting moment for you and your crew. It was fucking, it was, mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was, it was, it was wild, man. And then D-Man says, do you do any type of benching on your second bench day or, or no second bench day? I do have a second bench day and I do bench on it. Uh, just started following you a few weeks ago, so getting up to speed, I got new F8 Widowmaker bench band. So I do a lot of uh, Widowmaker work on my secondary bench day, my not-shirted day. That just means I bench, just not with a shirt. Now, recently, I have been benching in a shirt because I'm doing kind of like my Arnold my Arnold prep. I'm doing the last man standing, so I'm fucking around with a new piece of equipment because uh, the weight starts very, 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 very light at 750 and then the weight goes up by 50 pound increments. So I kind of have to do a little bit of extra prep for that. But normally I don't shirt up at all on Wednesdays. I'll do floor work, bench work, board work, usually in a Widowmaker. Um, and then I bench real heavy in my equipment on Saturdays. Cool. So, so yeah. one of the questions um, that everyone's probably wondering, a couple of people have asked now is what's next? Do you have another meet planned? Are you still going to try out full power? What so, are we doing? I'm going to do the Arnold, and then after that, I don't have anything lined up at all. Um, I want to take a good four months, five months to just train and build. You can't train and build in only a month or two. You need like four or five months stretch to like actually get stronger and increase everything. So I'd like to compete early summer. Uh, June would be a good time frame uh, to do. I, I want to bench 1,400 pounds. That's, I mean, that was the goal this weekend. I didn't, I was, I was a little unwise. I said, like I said in the beginning, I'm always learning shit. I st- I'm still learning. Um, I was a little unwise with my weight choices. So that's what caused me to. I think it was just, we, we got a little bit spooked. It was a little, it was off. I think that's what it was. That's we it. just got a little bit spooked, made decisions, but we should have just stuck to the plan. Yeah. 
But at the um, end of the day, you fucking did the thing, dude. Yeah. Uh, the prize for the Arnold, I think it's like a big like WWE style belt or something. Oh, I'm really? Not sure, yeah. I haven't seen that. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt 1,400 pounds at my next meet. Not the Arnold. The Arnold is not about max weight. No, that's just for fun. That's for fun. I'm just going there to have have fun with my friends. Um, so the next beat is gonna hopefully be. I would I would do like the Baddest Bencher or the WPO Bench Bash, but none of those things. Yeah. are happening this They're year taking a break <laughs> so i need to look for a beat in like may june july those three months is probably a good time frame and that's when i'm going to go for 1400 and again at like at this weight it has to be a solid bench it's got to be kilos There's, yep the, if somebody wants to host me with kilos but you don't have a good bench bar we've got two we'll I'll, bring them you I'll can bring use them, them. Mm-hmm. If, if, if we're driving and it's within reasonable driving distance, yeah. we have to fly. I can't bring the bars. I'm sorry. Could you bag check a bar? Yeah, before? you probably could. Yeah. We just put them both in a really long bag and or, or be heavy t- as in, shit. in tubes. Imagine those fucking guys oh, they'd be picking pissed. up two fucking barbells they'd and put be them in the plane. Pissed. They would be mad. Yeah. Do you floor press in multiple layers often, or just like in a single ply slinger? Uh, I I use multiple layers. I try to go as heavy as possible. I'm not all about like the the lightweight life. I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm just saying like, I don't, for me, lightweight, I don't like to do the light stuff for reps. I know volume is key in some circumstances. Um, but I like to do heavy. I like to train heavy. So I use multiple layers. Uh, doc, I got the doc 278 says I got the IPA push pull meet here in Elizabethton, Tennessee in July. Hmm. Okay. Um, that's a good time frame. That's it. Yeah. July. July is a good time frame. Uh, let's see. I got to catch up here. Crazy. You you could probably do the Arnold and the Slinger. I could, but they require to you to wear what encompasses a shirt, so yeah. I have to do that. And then Paul offers so I have a two. I have a new two ply F eight size forty on the way. Oh, that's a that's t- I wear a fifty, so a forty is going to be super fucking tight. <laughs> Hi from Belarus. Well, hi, hello from uh, Virginia. <laughs> and then uh, Matt says July 29th is the date on that, I believe. Nice. And then uh, Taylor's is April 29th. Yeah, someone mentioned Bristol, Virginia, late April. That's we. We're, I'm going to that meet, yeah. but I'm not. I'm I'm going there to help um, help Taylor. She's yeah. doing full power. I thought she was doing bench only. She's doing bench only in the summer. She's doing full power at Matt's. Oh, okay. So Matt Brooks, we're coming to your meet because Taylor's doing it. Uh, la, 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 la. Doc, she said that do that would be awesome. Well, the thing is, here here's what I require. I, well, I'm not saying like me. No, like you have things that we have to have lined up I, to go. I have to have particular circumstances. And like Chris Jividen, as IPA me, was able to facilitate this. So yeah. I need F8 bench bars, which I can bring. I have two of I have actually have three of them. I can bring them if I need to. Mm-hmm. Kilo plates. Like all, like not the thick green 110 pound kilo, the thin red kilos, uh, F8 bench bars, and a good bench with body savers that can go up and down, and a 14 inch wide pad because the 14 inch wide pad is now IPA legal. And that's what's going to be required for me to hit this kind of lift. Those are my requirements for meets. Not that I'm trying to facilitate what you do, I'm just saying, like, I will show up to a meet with those particular circumstances for a lift of this caliber. 
because that's just how it has to be with with this kind of weight now. The Tennessee one sounds dope though. If it you does. could send us a DM, just yeah, DM just, Jim's Instagram. Just DM me, uh, Colbstrong. Um, send me some information about it. That would be great. Thank you. Um, what do you think the limit is? How heavy do you think it is possible? I th- I truly believe a fifteen hundred pound bench is humanly possible, whether I do it or somebody else does it. Beyond fifteen hundred pounds. We'll see. I don't. I don't. I wasn't raised to believe in limits, but I have to be realistic at the same time. So, fifteen hundred pounds. Now that I've the recent training I've hit, I think fifteen hundred is possible. But above that, I don't know. We won't know until you're there. I don't know how far you are from Miami. We got kilos and a big bench. We are considerably far from Miami. Yeah, we're by. We're right by DC, so it's probably a twelve or thirteen hour drive for sure. Um, three six five strong has her nationals in May in North Carolina. I don't do that federation because they bring down the standard of the sport. I'm not trying to be mean, but that's just how I feel. I'm doing that one bench only. Cool. Let's see. You have to try equipment that won't fail on you. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. I might do the IPA July meet in Tennessee. Paul offer says cool. I have a FA bench bar. It's awesome. They are fucking they awesome. Are awesome. We love ours. Let's see. I did get your email about the Little Bridge method. I really appreciate that, Thomas. I think Katie yeah. uh, brought it up and then showed that to me. I appreciate it. Um, Jake on YouTube says, can you expand a little bit on the training, the bottom end raw and top end in a slingshot type device you talked about on the Table Talk episode? So full. here's the thing. With full range raw, that, that was the West Side style, West Side method like way back, right? It was like build up. If you bench... 350, try to build your bench up to 400, your shirted bench will go up. That still holds true to this day, but it's a minute difference, right? Very small. So I work, if I do anything truly raw, as as they call it, I do top end. I do like four board, three board, two board work. I got to train the top end raw, make the triceps fucking bulletproof, super strong. But... I'm an equipped lifter. I need to get proficient with working the bottom end in equipment because I'm an equipped lifter. Um, so I do bottom end stuff. So it's, I train with the slingers. I train with my shirts. I train one boards and half boards. Uh, now, sometimes I will train the top end with a slinger device or a shirt uh, to learn how to properly lock weights out while wearing a piece. Locking something out wearing a piece is very different than locking something out raw. It feels different. It acts different. It behaves different. Uh, so it's, it, I'm going down a rabbit hole. I think that's kind of what you're getting mm-hmm. at, but um, that's kind of what I what I was trying to talk about on, on Dave's tabletop. And I understand you, you had something going on, uh, Preston. I understand. Don't don't. There'll be plenty more in the future. Don't worry about it. Oh yeah, for sure. Closer ones. Uh, Lemon Lime <laughs> says, "Crazy thing is, when you start getting close to 1,500 pounds, would you do board work with 1,600 plus?" Um. And probably, I mean, at some point, I mean, that might. We might not overload that much. I mean, to to get used to fifteen, if fifteen becomes kind of a normal thing, we would have. To I'd have fifteen fifty. I'd have to go above it. I'd have to go way above that. So yeah, probably. And then Cam says, "Elizabethton is close to where Taylor's at, Tennessee, Jim." Oh, okay. So it's not going to be too far from Bristol mm-hmm. on them then. Uh, Colton Green says, "What happened when you had to stop on the eleven fifty warm up?" So they couldn't get so they couldn't get the bar out to me. So I got Brian set up. Had the he put a mat underneath to see if that would help. So there was a gap between. There's a spar platform and then that cross beam. There's a gap about that big where he could like shove his shoes in, 
but he thought, oh, what if I put some mats down that kind of bring me up a little higher? Maybe that would help. But that, but then he couldn't scooch his shoes under the under well, the beam. Mat moved. Yeah, so that so. The, so that so I just had to put the weight back and just redo. It wasn't a yeah. huge deal. Yeah, thank you. I did get it, and I appreciate that, Thomas. I really do. And the mat says the July meet is one of ours. My only question is, do you need kilos in the warm up room as well as the platform? Not necessarily. Not it depends, like if we can take the time to warm up on the platform. So I can take warm ups with no. I can take warm up. There's kids outside. I can take warm ups in the on the warm up area with pounds up to a grand. But now I'd have to take my last warm up of eleven fifty to twelve hundred pounds with kilos. But I'd probably have to do that on the platform. Yeah. So and the more. I mean, it also just depends on. Again, like if our people can come because we'd yeah. like to practice the handoff because going from nothing to 1300 pounds is a big jump for anyone and hand it like these guys are really putting a lot of weight in their hands, handing this off. So let's see. Didn't you also cramp on one attempt? My 1350. Yeah. I included that footage uh, with the, uh, with the Patreon, I included that footage. Um, I lay down, I was setting my legs and my right hamstring started to cramp up. I'm like, no, no, no. So I started like, I ignored it, kept setting up. Brian set my hands and it was, it was cramping up worse. So I started kicking my leg like, fuck, I tried to stretch it real quick. And, it, and I put it back on the floor and it's kept cramping. So like, damn it. So I stood up, put my leg on the bench, stretched for a quick second. Is it your hamstring? It was my hamstring. Oh, your hamstring. Put my leg on the bench, stretched, stretched like three times, laid back down. It was a, I could feel it like quivering, like it wanted to seize up, yeah. but it didn't. So, well, because the weekend before you scored at 945 in briefs. Yeah. I, so, in hindsight, you probably shouldn't have done that. Probably shouldn't have done that. But that was a really fun day. So, uh, Colton Green, do you ever warm up with the bar or do you just, oh, oh dude, I, I'll warm up with the bar two to three times. I'll I'll do the empty bar for two or three sets if I need to. So yes, I do that a lot actually. And then Matt says, "Gotcha, man. I'll see what I can make happen." Um, yeah, like I said, I can bring barbells with if it's within reasonable driving distance. We can bring two of our bars, like I did for Chris. Not a big deal. Um, and then I just need kilo plates. And like I said, like for this for this heavy of a lift. Now that it's IPA legal, um, a 14-inch wide pad. That's that's what's gonna that's what it's gonna take uh, to make this lift happen. Yeah. Cool, I'm caught up. We also have a 14-inch pad that I guess we could probably bring. Yeah, but then you have to. But then you have to worry about lining up the holes. As and long stuff. as we came early enough, you know, like two days before, we could work. We could do the whole. I drill holes. Drill holes and shit. Yeah, we, we had could. Uh, we could. Well, I'm just saying, like. For us, it's to a point where, like, we appreciate the meet directors that are accommodating and doing all this stuff, but we are also willing to make the accommodations and bring our own shit and make it happen mm-hmm. and do the extra work. Yeah, we have to show up, like, two or three days early. Yeah. Like, we will. We don't. We work from home. But we're actually sitting in the office right now. So, <laughs> is it possible to do equipped benching without anyone else? Not really. Not really. You need You need a crew. You can do it. You just, I mean, you know, like Toby here, he, he does it. 
uh, he, he, he lifts alone. I know, I know people who do, but it will come to a point like William Lee, another example. Uh, so Toby and Willie, William both all lift alone or like, you know, with like rarely anybody, Cody Plum, uh, he has like his wife that hands off to him. Sometimes he has a few guys in there, so it is possible. Uh, but the other like squat and deadlift is you can definitely do it. Uh, Nick is another good example. Um, when it comes to bench, like I, I'll just say this though, I couldn't do it without by myself. I'll just say that I could not do it alone. Oh, 12 reds in the bar is fourteen seventy seven. Oh. I fucked up then. It's 11. Hmm. Okay, then it's 11 pairs. <laughs> I thought it was 12. Wait, hang on. No, so. What are you trying to figure out? I got it. Just give me a minute. Nine reds. Eight is nine. Nine is 10. 10 is 11. 11 is 12. It is 12 pair. 12 pair is uh, 1375. Are you trying to figure out how many pairs they need? Yes, for 14. For 14. It's 12, I think. I'm pretty sure it's 12. No, the, uh, what about six pairs of the 110s calibrated? No, the, the thing is with the, even the calibrated 110s will still add too much girth. We need it to be as compact as possible. So Chris had a couple of pairs. He said, do you want these? I'm like, no. I'm not because anytime I add hundreds to the bar, it always fucks me up. I'm not I'm not fucking with hundreds, even if they're calibrated kilo hundreds. Uh, Tiny says I'll be making my new pads 14 inches and tapered down. So Tiny Maker has a pad that's for it's going to be 14 inches at the top and then it tapers at the bottom. So it's like 12 at the bottom. I think that's right. 12 or 10. So you can get your legs nice and close. So there's another option right there. I, I'm way behind, guys. I ditched you, YouTube's, because no sound. What's up, Run Rent Max? What's up, bud? Sorry, we have a new YouTube stream going now. I think we fixed it. Yep, I can see yeah, it working I now. I have no clue why it happened. We have a there you go. and all sorts of shit. So, so. CJ Morgani com- confirms 12 pairs with a 55-pound bar will make 1375. Yeah, William Lee benches in the sevens and eights by himself. That's right. Toby Hurley says it's not ideal, but it is possible. Thank you for the 1350. Congrats. Thank you. Uh, Jerry Cool says, I ended up getting a different CPAP mask, like you said, getting better with it, but still taking it off in the middle of the night. Ah, man, you got to get used to it. The more you use it, the better it'll be. I mean, you take yours off 800 fucking times and I just scratch your nose. Well, yeah, like I'll get like an itchy nose. I got the, the pillows that go up my nose and create a seal on the inside of the nostrils. I'll pull it out to like scratch my nose and put it right back in. But I'm not, he, I think he's, he, he was taking it off like he can't fucking sleep with, yeah, with it at all. Yeah. Like he just takes it off. Let's see. I uh, can't read it. Tonight's going to be super emotional. Leo enters. What the fuck? I don't know what that is. Let's see. It's just random fucking comments, huh? No, just some chick talking about Leo and the moon or something. No, I, I, well, the thing is, is like, I think me and uh, my gym owner were doing measurements with the 110 calibrated kilos compared to a hundred pound, like hundred pound plate. And the, the difference, the difference in width was so minute. I can't add, like when, when I went to Elite FTS, 
they didn't have enough reds. So I put two hundreds aside and then seven reds to do 1300 pounds. And just those two pairs of hundreds pushed the weight out far enough to where I was, I was dealing with whip. It's like, I cannot have hundreds on the bar. I don't care if they're calibrated or pounds. I can't have hundreds on the bar at all. They're just too thick. They just push the weight out too yep. far. There you go. Nick right there, 12 reds. And Tiny Maker, you got your pad that's 10 inches down there. Cool. 12 reds, got it. Okay. If someone will bring plates to the meet in July, I'll waive their lifter fee for the meet. That's a good, that's that's awesome. If y'all, I've, I've lost track of how many t- uh, people I'm talking to about this meet in July. If you are talking about the meet in July, please DM me. Colt Strong, I want details. July is a really good time frame for me, June, July. We'll see how far it is. Now, like I'm, d- I'm not making promises. I just, I need information is what I need. Um, I, yeah, we need to see what the distance is. Cam said it's not far from where Taylor is. Like still, where that's still like five hours or something like that, I think. Um, I just need, I just need details. So don't like change your whole, change everything just for hopes that I'm coming. But I'm just telling you like, this is what I would need. Um, everybody would benefit from it though. That's the thing I told, you know, Chris too. And he's like, you know, every lifter will benefit from these things. F8 bars, kilo plates, and 14 inch wide pads that are IPA legal. It's not just me. Everybody will get better from it. And thanks for the congrats. He sent me me details. Right here. Mm -hmm. I already got it. Oh, you already got it. Cool. Let's see. It's 30-ish minutes from where Matt's meet is going to be in April. So it's about the same distance. Yeah, okay. I don't know how far that is. Yep, just, I'll just I'll look at details and um, we'll just have to see. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely keep in contact with you for sure. Yeah, it's just, yeah, Thomas, it's just, I've, like I said, like our 100-pound plates are, you know, yay big. Mm-hmm. And uh, the kilo, the Ivanko kilos are, say... Yay big. You know, like this the difference in thickness and com- wasn't enough to justify the yeah. price. Yeah. So we we did the measurements and two of the 55 kilos were thinner than like one of the 110s, I believe. But I'm just I'm just not gonna risk it because every fucking time I put a hundred pound plate on the bar with kilos on the outside, it's it's enough to push the weight out far enough. I start I start dealing with whip, but I'm not I'm not fucking with it. That's all. That's what I'm trying to get at. Let's see. Cool. Um, but yeah, the successful day. I'm really happy about it. Um, I just wanted to come on here and kind of talk about the experience. And Chris Jividen, he hopped off not too long ago. He's got to get up really fucking early. Uh, I just wanted to thank everybody. Let's see. Yeah, that, that's what we're talking about, uh, Tiny. Um, I just... I don't know if it, the Thomas is saying it would work. You're saying it might work. I don't know because I'd have to like get my measuring tape out and really figure out how, what the difference between a hundred pound plate and a one, 110 pound kilo uh, Ivanka would do. Yeah. But yeah, I've had good luck with, having nothing but red kilos, you know, and it's not something I can experiment with. Cause I, I was trying to buy a couple of pair of the Avanco 110s 
from Tiny, but that I couldn't, ju- we couldn't ship them because it was too expensive. Yeah. And it's like a 23 yeah. hour drive or I, something. I'm not, I can't drive 46 <laughs> hours. Put them go. in our car and drive all the way back. So yeah. it's not something I can really experiment with. All I know is when I've got my bars with all kilo plates, like all reds, I don't deal with bar whip. That's, that's, it's, it's just from experience, I guess. Let's see, Cedra Bagani says they'll have to start making plates out of denser metal for you soon. Well, I thought like, okay, like your standard plate is like, you know, so big a diameter. Why not, instead of using a denser material, why not just make the plates a bigger diameter? That'd be, you wouldn't have to change anything besides just the, the size of the, the diameter of the plate. That would add weight to them as well. You, you'd be able to have even more condensed weights that way especially for bench because like i could understand for deadlift because you don't want like the taller plates whatever well toby toby here is say toby hurley saying that the black 50 kilos are a little thinner than two reds again we would just have to actually physically see it and try it yeah but without like i'm we're not going to drop that kind of money to find out and uh, Tiny Meeker is still selling. He has six, six pair, or eight pair of the brand new untouched uh, green, green Ivanko 100, 110 pound or 50 kilo plates for sale if anybody's interested. And Toby says two reds are 54 millimeter and one black is 50. Yeah. So if we could get our hands on some. That's good. But then we were also like, is the price worth yeah. four millimeters yeah. of space? So, yeah. Thank you, Toby. I appreciate that. Good hanging out with you again. Yeah, I wanted to make sure I said that. I remember watching Mendy and Canelli in the 2000s, and 1100 was unheard of, and this guy's pressing 1300 plus. Well, you know, it's I've been training for it's 18 also years. way different yeah. material and stuff, too. Material's different. Training's different. Yeah. Single ply guy, when are you going to stop cheating and bench raw? Single ply is right. Is raw, right? <laughs> yeah. Single ply is raw, right? Hell of a lift, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> And a 1350, let's go. Thank you. Frick, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Would have to be somewhere. See, yeah, if I went to a gym that had them, and I could, like, fuck around with them and find out pretty much, right, then I'd, I'd be cool with that. But just, just you know, taking the word of it, like, I've absolutely had, like I said, I've had horrible experiences with pound plates. Like, York, in November, they used all 100-pound plates. And then the bar was just... And it's not on them. Like the chalets and them, they are great meat directors. Their meats are yep. phenomenal. We just didn't know. You don't know until you know. Yeah. And so it's nothing on them. It's nothing on that meat. York is a amazing place to lift. If you guys ever get a chance to lift at York Barbell, it's really fucking cool. Um, they run great meats. We just didn't know that pounds were going to fuck him up like that. Yeah, we're also using a really stiff bar now. The mm-hmm. FA bench bar, the Sportcraft bar is super stiff. So having that super stiff bar loaded out to the edge is going to cause the bar to whip. So we have to have a super stiff bar. We have to have the plates nice and compact, and that and kilos are the answer. Yeah. Why not use Elico plates? Well, Elico plate. That's what that's what we're talking about. Elico, yes. like the thin calibrated. Uh, 25 kilogram plates what we're talking about simply like we don't have them like if we had them we would uh let's see have you ever had experience with calibrated pound plates like laura used in her meats 
No, I have not. I've I've only ever heard of calibrated pound plates at her meets, and I'm Are not. Are they thin like kilo plates? Yeah, they look they they look identical to a kilo plate. They're just pounds. They I'm just like, say pounds instead of kilos. But a 25 kilo plate is 55, 55 pounds. So it's a 55 pound plate. So it doesn't so it's make the same thing. It's just it just said it just it labeled different. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It, it sounds like exactly like the same thing, just like with a different label on it. So, uh, who knows? But um, then I'm not done. I'm not under an I'm not in an APF meet in a long time. Oh Christ! It's like 2010. I mean, you probably, when you go back to full power, APF will be an option again. Yeah. But right now, with these rubber shirts, they're they don't allow them. So you're just lifting where they're allowed right now. Laura got those from Dave Tate. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, single ply guy, is there any problem with training on different size? Let's see, uh, different size shirt than compete with? Not really. I mean, I wouldn't. Going to grab another low cut collar super katana, probably size down from what I have. I'll break it in prior to the meet, but avoid touching too many times uh, prior to the meet. Yeah. Um, the no. only risk you run with that is you have to make sure you could touch. So make sure, yeah, like make sure like do touch, just don't touch a lot. Yeah, we're a huge fan of train like you compete. Like if you're only training in big, super floppy shirts, and then you pull a brand new tight shirt out of the bag at a meet, you might not know it's not going to perform the way that you're used to, that your body and your muscle memory and everything yep. is used to doing. And thank you for the tag. I'll check out that video from up top. Appreciate that. Semper Fee, how you doing? Semper Fee back to you. <laughs> uh, they're identical. It's just instead of 25 kilos, it's 55 pounds, which the kilos are like 55.12 or something. So the change adds up in weird numbers. Ah, okay. That makes sense. Uh, let's see. How your bones feel? I, they're fine. I, I've had them checked out before. I got, I'm good. It's just my soft tissue tends to get. A little pulverized. Let's see. Oh. How did you deal with the transition out of the Marine Corps, dealing with the shit you dealt with, and then started becoming the bench specialist you become? I started becoming the bench specialist I've become while still an active duty Marine. I benched and my you first. before you became a Marine. Yeah. Like, this is a very long Oh, yeah. This, this, yeah. Is a, this is a really long story. I'm trying to put it down. I was a bench guy, a full power guy before I went in. And then men enlistment, I started lifting weights again. And then about eight months prior to getting out is when I got my first get frame there. Oh, there it is. 1035 right there. Um, oops. You always do that. You always show your tattoos. Well, because it's, you it's could just say it. I could, but I want to show the date and the location. So I, you know, I benched my first thousand pounds while still active duty Marine Corps. So I just, I just, Pretty much, I was like, fuck this. This is stupid. I'm going to lift weights. I don't care if you don't like it. You want to kick me out because I'm too big? No fucks given. Just fucking do it. Get me out of this nightmare early. They didn't. I got out with an honorable discharge after four years. Boom. I'm good. Um, so I just dealt with it. I was manned up and balled up. Took and just each day as it came. Manned with it, you know. So Then the transition out was a lot easier because he was able to start sleeping. And so his lifts did better. He was able to actually rest. He wasn't stressed out. He wasn't getting to the 
called to the armory at 2.30 in the fucking morning after getting home at 11 o'clock at night. Like, the stress was yeah. gone. So, the transition was a lot. It was very nice. Oh, bro. I don't do no chow hall protein. Chow hall is fucking trash. Yeah, no. Blech. And he didn't have, like, he. we're obviously married. So, we have our own home. We don't have, he wasn't living in the barracks. He wasn't eating chow hall food and stuff. He was, no, chow hall food had poison in it, I'm pretty sure. My MOS was a 2111 armor. I was a small arms tech. 2111. Uh, let's see. As a current active duty Marine, you're an absolute inspiration, and I appreciate everything you've done thus far, so thank you. Well, thank you back for what you do, and I appreciate the kind words I do. Mm-hmm. How are the triceps? Everything's fine. I don't feel bad at all. Like my, like I keep saying, my skin on my palms are really fucking bad right now. I can, I can definitely uh, feel that, and... Um, need to get them filed down quite a bit but i'm, I'm fine i think otherwise. because like this weight didn't oscillate and shake too much like you bobbled at the bottom there trying to touch mm-hmm. but because it wasn't oscillating and whipping mm-hmm. it didn't like reverberate down your arms as much this time well love from virginia but uh yeah um yeah i don't feel bad i don't keeps asking how i feel i feel fine up here i feel really good <laughs> i feel i feel fantastic i'm on, I'm on a cloud right now uh I, 1350 sounds cooler than 1320. You know, that's not why I picked that number. I picked it because of the touching issue. How you felt, yeah. Uh, based on that. I, I mean, I could have said, oh, 1360, 1375. It's just like in that moment, that's 1350 was like the answer. Were you recognized as the strongest guy in your platoon? No, um, I was I was recognized as the the biggest and the most like the I, I was a fat fucking cow in the Marine Corps. So I think you're, I mean, you were big, but everyone pretty much knew you for how like nice you were. Yeah. I mean, I was good at your job. You were. Yeah. No, I was known for other things like, you know, doing my job and doing whatever, but I was not well liked by some superiors. So upper management type, upper management, but everyone else, I mean, you were, you were really well liked. I would say by certain people, I was people that interacted with all the time at the armory. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of respect for, they had a lot of respect for me because I did, I did my fucking job. And then the new girl came in. And she didn't get that same respect, but she tried to demand that same respect, and they fucking gave her hell for it. She's like, "Why do they respect you?" And they don't. I was like, "Gilbert, I I've been it's I've been here. Long time to get here. I built this relationship over the past three fucking years. You've been here two months. Yeah, get the fuck over it. Have you ever personally talked to Mandy or Canelli? I have both their phone numbers. Yeah. I talk to them all the time. Uh, Many just sent me a text actually uh, during this live. We've hung out with both. <laughs> yep, I, I've I've hung out with both. I talked to. I talked to I talked to Ryan about once a month. Oh, more than that, I would say once, twice a month, maybe even. Yeah. Sometimes once a week, just depends on what's going on, I guess. Scott's really busy. He just sent me a text, so I'll have to look at that here in a second. Let's see. Do you ever experience post meat blues uh, when I bomb out? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, when I when I bomb out, I do, but uh, not after like a good lift. I don't. But normally that lasts like for the ride home. Once you have a plan of like, this is what we're doing. This is my next meet. That goes away yeah. pretty quick. Uh, for the Arnold, do you ever, do you have to take each weight or can you skip the lower ones? No. Um, each round, the bar goes up 50 pounds. So the, the opener is going to be 750. Next round, eight. Next round, 850. Next round, nine. And it wouldn't make sense to skip them because you still have to do the rounds. So if you're on round four and everyone else is benching eight and he's benching 11, 
then they can keep going. So you might as well just do the same way that everyone yeah. else. Yeah. So this is it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be yeah. a fun way to different different style of competing. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing you hit it, hit fourteen hundred. Yeah, I'm looking to bench fourteen hundred in the summer sometime. So that's my timeline. And then Paul Wallace says. Ryan featured your 900 for 15 on his podcast last week. I missed it. I missed it. We were traveling that night, so I did not get to tune in to Bench Monster TV on Thursday nights, but uh, I'll have to do that this week. Um, I do want to wrap it up, guys. We've been on here for over an hour and a half, it looks like. Uh, I've, I've really enjoyed talking to everybody on YouTube and on Instagram. Sorry I, about the sound issues. YouTube. Sorry about the sound issues. I really apologize for that. He wasn't talking about too much while it was out, so you, didn't miss you guys much. didn't miss much, but... And thank you for tuning in for the uh, Karen Cross Your Instagram YouTube. I appreciate that, Alec. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up. I just want to come on here and talk about the uh, the meet and the 1350. It was fucking awesome. I appreciate your support. I do this every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I go live on Instagram and YouTube and answer questions, talk about the uh, what's been going ons. We've got tons of information on Patreon. Um, the newer videos and stuff are going on members. Um, so you guys can join them there. You can do. You can join YouTube members. You can watch all my content. I, I upload all my workouts to YouTube members. I upload all my contact to uh, Patreon, and that directly supports us being able to travel and do these meets and do these numbers. So I appreciate everybody that's been on there. I've YouTube got... description will have all of the links to everything. Mm -hmm. um, his website. If you want T-shirts, programming, stuff like that, we have a small business in-house. You guys want stickers or prints or shirts yep. or anything like that. All of that just goes towards helping us do what we do. And please, if you ever need anything uh, powerlifting related, belts, straps, suits, bench shirts, anything like that, you can also talk to me about that. Uh, I go through Anderson Powerlifting. I've been an Anderson Powerlifting athlete for 13 years. If you go and you shop through there, anything you buy from Anderson Powerlifting, if you use code Colbstrong, Colbstrong, uh, that will give you 10% discount. That's not a commission thing. That's just a discount for you. So Anderson Powerlifting for all of your powerlifting equipment needs. And then Matt says, when's the Bancher program coming on the website? <laughs> yeah, that's Very a good soon. question for Jim because yeah. I keep asking. Every week it's like something new. You'll be the first to know, Matt. <laughs> when I get it up, I will message you directly. We're working on it, though. And then CJ Morgani says, oh, it's held for review. Oh. What, uh, what's Kate's t-shirt website? I wanted to get the bitch craft shirt for a friend, but I forgot the website. Uh, it's Melon Top. So, like, it's Walter is Walter Melon. What's up, Brian? So, it's melontops.etsy.com. There you go. Yep. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, I wanted to thank everybody for hopping on here. It's been a great night. Um, I want to thank my crew. Uh, I've got 12 people in my crew right now, but particularly this weekend, it was Nick, Zach, Brian, Cam, Taylor, Katie, and Ed were all there helping me out. Matt Brooks, of course, even though he was competing, he helped me out too. Uncle Nick. Uncle Nick. Yep. So thank you all very much for the help. All the guys at home, Chris, Paul, Dean, Owen, and Joe. Um, you guys are fucking awesome. Uh, I can't do it without you guys. So, all right. Until uh, next week, again, tune in, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, Instagram and YouTube. I'll be talking to you next time. Have a good week. Thanks, guys. All right. Talk to you later.